So quick word about Ram Raids. I know sometimes it feels like we're Ram Raid FM, but um, it's obviously something really important, something that we have to talk about. And I just wonder, though, whether we need to actually stop talking about it so much or whether we need to change the way we talk about Ram Raids. And this is not the first time I thought this. I remember a couple of months ago going, okay, if this is a social media fad and a ghastly fad, which is causing a, a huge amount of financial harm and emotional harm, to those shopkeepers. Um, if it's a social media fad, are we egging these people on by constantly talking about it? Now, you can counter that slightly by saying um, the, the kids who are doing this, they're not listening to News Talk ZB and they're not watching the news. That said, they want notoriety. And them being aware that they're being talked about, I'm sure, feeds into it to some extent. So I come back to that question. Do we either need to stop talking about it or change the way that we talk about RAM raids? Because mostly I feel like we talk about it with a really broad brush idea um, and it all comes back to we need to punish these kids and therefore they'll stop doing it. Um, Nationals Mark Mitchell has on several occasions referred to, quote, a youth crime tsunami. Tsunami, his words. But I think he's trying to fool us because he knows, he has to know that youth crime has actually been trending downwards for years but he doesn't want us to know that. The alternative is that the person who is the opposition's police spokesperson and could be the police minister um, is not interested in facts and is more interested in emotion and rhetoric. So here are some facts for us. Um, and this comes from Chris Carhill, the Police Association president. They have worked out that the ram raids, which have been such a scourge on New Zealand in the last year or so, are being committed almost entirely by 80 people. 80. 80. We should be shocked and in a way reassured. So youth crime tsunami, those words are always attached to what's happening with ram raids, the latest ram raids. And unfortunately, most nights there are more ram raids. 80 people. And when I say people, 80 kids are doing this. And these are not the kids that most of us are imagining when we're saying, if only they knew the consequences, then they wouldn't do this. These kids don't care about the consequences. A lot of these kids, the research that's actually been done into them, they actually don't expect to live beyond the age of 30. So if someone doesn't expect to live very long at all, um, they're not interested in whether you're going to lock them up longer or lock them up at all. Um, they actually don't care if they're going to die or not. Um, this is why we actually need to know the, the specifics of this. The other specifics, uh, which has been gleaned in the last few months uh, about these kids doing this, other than that it's a very small number of them doing it and it's spurred on by TikTok, um, it's that not only do they not care if they die young or if they get locked up, they also tap into this idea that we have been born into dysfunction, so we really don't care anything that you say about us. So that if they grew up with a dad who was in jail and an uncle who was in jail, then this is just the world that they know. It's, it's Again, it's not what we're imagining. We're imagining families like our own where people misbehave because they weren't getting enough attention, as opposed to when you're born with fetal alcohol syndrome and when you have been known to orangatamariki and you've been known to the police that's what the research has shown they've been known to the police since they were in single digits so when we always talk about, about well we've got to lock them up longer actually the first time that these people became known to authorities was when they were absolutely children and so that's where it comes back to if we actually really want to address this in a, in a longer term i guess solution is that it is all about child poverty there are the solutions of the here and now which is to protect shopkeepers and that's the things like the bollards and, and the smoke cannons and all the rest and we've got to do that as soon as possible it's a shame that the money has been made available but but that seems to be taking too long so completely concede that but if we have some facts in front of us that it is literally 80 kids doing this 80 
then I hope it gives us some sense that there is light at the end of the tunnel because all fads eventually come to an end. And unfortunately, this is a fad which has caused far more damage than most fads do. But I maintain that the people doing this, it's that years ago they would have been shoplifting and they would have been tagging. And it wouldn't have felt as big as what this feels like right now because they weren't doing as much damage as these people are doing. But it is a very, very small number of people. It is not a youth crime tsunami. We have enough problems in this country without exaggerating the ones that currently exist. So the question I keep coming back to, do we need to stop talking about it or do we need to change the way we're talking about it if we actually care about solutions?